You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the Brand Builders Podcast brought to you by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan, and we have a very special podcast for you guys uh, to celebrate the Dunstan Group's 10th year anniversary. We're going back to how it all started. And like we said, from first impressions to ones that last, here is the Scott Dunstan story. So Scott, thank you so much for joining us today on your podcast. <laughs> hey man, Brian, thank you for having me. This is a, a unique opportunity to to say a little bit about where we've been and what we're doing. Um, and most folks that might tune in right now will probably just go ahead and cut this thing off. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. That is not but true. No, uh, you know, there's there's a long history there. I, uh, this is our 18th year in this business, 10 years as the Dunstan Group. It all started back in uh, 2000. I graduated college and came to Charlotte, didn't know what the heck I was going to do, just knew there was opportunity here. And a few weeks into that, I was looking for jobs and you know, my uncle uh, essentially ended up recruiting me. Um, long story short, we worked eight years together in the similar type business. And, uh, you know, there was always this this promise of ownership as, uh, you know, as we were continuing to, to build that business. And it got down to the nuts and bolts. And we just, we just parted ways. It, it wasn't what I expected. Um, there were a series of events that happened that I wasn't favorable of, uh, and essentially I chose to, to leave the business. Probably one of the hardest decisions I've ever made is my family, you know, and, and, uh, did that. And this was never in the plan, but three to six months later, he sold the company and I never had one intent of getting back in this business. I, I really didn't. I was pursuing, you know, construction, uh, something else I was really interested in. And when he sold, I thought, well, I'm not competing against him. There's no moral, there's no ethical issues here. I wanted to still be able to sleep at night knowing that I wasn't competing against him. That was never the plan. So when he sold, I figured, well, hell, man, I know this business so well. Uh, let's see what we can do with it on my own. And, uh, you know, I didn't even pick up the phone and call old or existing clients because, again, I had like – this issue with the moral and ethical piece of it started from the ground up, man. We just started networking around Charlotte, spreading the message on what we were doing, uh, which is obviously promotional merchandise. And here we are 10 years later and, and where we are with the business right now is, is exactly what I envisioned a nice office with great people surrounding me and, uh, a viable, sustainable business model. Uh, in in helping folks build their brands, so that's, that's awesome. kind of the short story. Yeah, no, and, and it's awesome. And and so I've I've now I'm celebrating my second year with the Dunstan Group. It's been awesome. I love my job. I love working for Scott. Great company. Um, I feel we bring a lot of value to the table when it comes to branding, but really working with marketing companies on the front end. Scott, like with this industry, you've been in it 18 years. Um, you know, I think with with us being brand builders and helping people build their brands, the industry change has changed a lot. You know, over the 18 years. What would be some of your um, your advice or maybe some of the things you've noticed on what's changed in the industry and then how has it maybe made it easier for clients, maybe made more access to other products? What has been the really the big kind of driver behind that in the industry? 
I think the industry has, has certainly evolved a great deal. When I first started, I mean, there were just a handful of polo shirts, and there were very few uh, ladies companion style options. So it was kind of that old basic polo, hundred percent cotton piquet. Uh, you know, there were a lot of cool items at that time, but it was, I don't know. It, it just, it's, it's evolved because now there's more women in the workplace. There's companion styles. All the big retailers have recognized that, Hey, we're a $22 billion industry and we want to play in that corporate apparel market. Uh, so we've seen brands like North Face, we've seen brands like Patagonia, uh, Nike, Under Armour, uh, you name it, wanting to be a part and, and, and create their product in our line of work so that we can decorate with corporate logos. Um, you know, technology has really changed things uh, just from faster internet speeds, art files. Uh, you know, I got my first email in college. So it was just a few years later than that where, you know, you could actually email art files. I think our industry, you know, five, ten years prior to that, you would have to mail at, at a hard floppy disk or a hard disk or whatever it was and film around for screen printing and all of that. It was USPS, man. So, like, now technology has really accelerated that. Um, we've seen lead times go from four to six weeks to get your product from the time you order to some of the items being in 24 hours now. So rapid, rapid growth in those areas. And I, I'd say that's probably the main, main difference. Awesome. And, years ago. and one of the things you mentioned a lot is corporate apparel, and we do a lot of work with, with corporate companies. Um, but I think one of the things that the Dunson group does a good job of is our community involvement, um, the ability that, that we have to give back, but really to support organizations like, you know, 24 Foundation, where we've been a part of for, for over eight years, and you've rode for, for more than that. You have a really unique story um, around the cancer world and, and really, you know, kind of what happened to you. But, but also, I feel like you've taken that story and it's kind of created as like a driver for you to help and support other people. And, and whether that's the use of product or, you know, donations or supporting it, whether you're writing, there's just so many things that you do in the community. Tell us a little bit about your story um, and then really, like, what's next for, for Scott Dunstan in the world of of, uh, of the Charlotte community? And I tell you, uh, my mother passed of cancer when I was 10 years old. It was 1986. And, it, you know, we all have hard times in our lives. But what, what that made me realize was that life is short. Um, you, you really want to make the best out of every single day. Uh, the, the 24 Foundation story uh, you know, I was at a point in my life where I wanted to figure out a way to give back. I was cycling a lot at the time and they just had a platform and they were doing the right thing with the money locally for the cancer community. And this was back in 2006. So I got involved with that just as a rider and as a fundraiser. Um, and that, that progressed into, uh, their new mission and their growth was, you know, to engage and impact communities and, and so they engaged and impacted me uh, and, and really, really made me want to get behind their brand and their mission. Uh, and that was, you know, that was where the sponsorship began. And, and uh, of course, that relationship developed. And now we've been the provider of all their promotional merchandise for since 2009. Um, but I think just in business in general, a huge component is, of that is, is giving back. Um, community involvement is so important. There's so many people that need, uh, 
help in, in various, not just cancer, but military. I mean, you, you name it. Um, and it, I don't know. It, it, it just, everything is not about money. Uh, success is not measured by money. Uh, it, it, I think it's, I think it's what you do for others that matters. So if we're successful in business, we want to make sure that a component of that financial success goes back to others so they can, they can be successful. And, uh, you know, it's just the good karma thing, man, you, you know, what you do and, and, and what you do to give back to others. Uh, we're not looking for something to come back around, but somehow it does. And, and, uh, so yeah, that's it. Yeah. And you mentioned something, you know, look, we're, we're a business, right? You, you run the Dunstan group. We have a business. We want to make money, right? Everybody wants to make money. Um, but you did mention something that money doesn't make the world go round. And, and you also really, really try to focus on others. And it's really easy to talk the talk. A lot of people talk, people can get behind a mic and say, oh yeah, do, do, treat others fairly, blah, blah, blah. But you really do walk it. And I think, you know, I've known you for about five years. I've worked for you for now two years. I look up to you. You're a mentor. I think uh, the people's reaction to when they meet Scott Dunstan is so genuine because you are so genuine. But I think one of the coolest quotes that, that you mentioned to me when we were interviewing and talking about partnering was I did not create the Dunstan group to live, to work. You know, I want to work, to live. And that has stuck with me for a couple of years. And, you know, I really think that quote is our entire group because we've created a platform where we can help others. Yeah. We got to make money. Everybody's got to be able to live but you've created the platform that we can help others and do that together. And then, you know, if you want to go out and do your trips or whatever, it's all there. So like, how did you create that mindset? And, and really, how do you put others before yourself every single day? <laughs> that, that mindset developed through just bullshit that I've been <laughs> through, man. It's, I mean, really, uh, the, the freedom of choice is so important. And that was part of the backstory with uh, me leaving the family business. Uh, it came down to a, a point where I asked for five days off to go on a, a, the other side of the family's trip. And, and I got a lot of pushback there and a lot of resistance. And that's when I knew that long-term that was not sustainable. One of my favorite things to do is travel. And, and uh, I think that's very educational. I just enjoy it. Uh, but so in being on that side of things with someone who didn't understand my passion for traveling, didn't care, just wanted me to be there from whatever 60 hours plus a week working um i that's where that mindset came from man so when i started the dunstan group um i made a vow to myself that i would never be that guy i think it's very important to get your time off i think it's very important to to spend time with family and travel and get exposure uh, like you said you you, you don't you don't I, I don't live to work you you work to live and and it's pretty simple. You know, I, I, I truly believe that none of us are going to be on our deathbed saying that we wish we worked more. That's just not something that comes out of someone's mouth. Uh, and, and I guarantee you it won't be <laughs> coming out of my mouth. So in creating that platform, man, that, that was one important piece. And I, I think, I think it's so important to be true to your word and true to your mission and you know, if, if I'm going to say something to you, then by God, I'm going to try to do everything I can to back up what I said. So thank you for your, your kind words. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I, no, you, you answered know, it. it. It's You answered it. And you mentioned um, 
the word family. And when I think of family, I obviously think of my immediate family, but I also think of the Dunstan Group family that you've created. And, you know, I think you would be the first one to say that that it would never be where it is today without the people that have helped you, like you mentioned. And one that or two that really come to mind is is McLean and Jenna and their in their roles with the Dunstan Group. You know, you envisioned the company being where it's at in 10 years. Tell me a little bit about, you know, what is what has their role been to help you um, to support this? And then from that family aspect, has that helped your business grow by creating kind of the Dunstan Group family and not, oh, well, clock in, clock out. Here's the work. Here you go. Here's your paycheck. It's more about like we really care about each other and we want to hang out outside of the office and we you know, want to know each other's families and things like that. So tell us a little bit about like the culture that you've created and, and how you're going to continue to grow that. Yeah, you know, look, none of us know everything. And so, you know, it was just me in the beginning. And, and it came to a point where I needed help. And that's the bottom line. I couldn't get it all done. And, uh, you know, McLean joined me. I think it's been, God, she'll kill me if I don't get this right. But I think it's seven or eight years now out of the 10. So, God, I'm so fortunate that she's been a part of it. And she's been an integral part of the growth of the system. She's very detail-oriented. I'm bigger picture. So we've been a really, really good compliment. Um, and, and Jenna as well. She, so we, it, it's everyone that's a part of the team right now has become a part of the team out of sheer necessity because Jenna handles all the accounting and the, and the invoicing and the following up on all of that. I was doing all that before she joined us and just realized that, Hey, this is not where I need to, this is not my strong suit. This is not where I need to be spending my time. And she came on and relieved me of that and does a very, very good job. Um, and the same with you in, in the, you know, business development side and, and, and now the same with Julie. And, and so, you know, I, I'm, I'm losing a little, little mm -hmm. track here, but, uh, I have made a conscious effort to surround myself with, with talent and with people that, are smarter than me in, in those areas. And I realize that I think, I think people's egos get in the way, uh, a lot of times and, and they think they have to be the here all be all. I don't think that way. I think that if you surround yourself with good people, a good team, then everybody's a part of it. Everybody's an important part of it. And I think that's way more sustainable and, and a true component of happiness in the work life, you know? Absolutely. And you mentioned, um, you know, your community involvement and giving back and, you know, really kind of doing something and not asking for something in return. And I think you do a really good job of not trying to force a business card down someone's throat, but really just sitting there and like trying to get to know them, ask them the right questions, go have a beer, get to know the person. And it's so funny how six months down the road, a year down the road, you never know who that person knew or how that kind of establishes into a, 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 a relationship. And I think our entire business is built on relationships and how we react um, you know, us being brand builders and working with entrepreneurs, you being an entrepreneur of a company that's now made the the 10 year mark, which is a success. So congratulations on that. What would be your advice if there was someone in the world right now that wanted to become an entrepreneur? I know there are, and there's probably listening to this podcast. What's your advice to somebody that, you know, hey, strengths, weaknesses, what's going to work? What isn't going to work right now if you wanted to start a business? I mean, it's kind of a, 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 a wide question, but hit us <laughs> with your knowledge. Well, you got to be willing to take a risk. You got to be willing to go with no income for a year plus, you know? So just financial well-being is very important. I would say just in life in general, make sure you do not carry uh, a lot of debt. Make sure you do have choices in the financial world. But 
even more importantly, uh, we, we talk about this a lot internally is do the right thing every single time, no matter what it costs you. We we're in the customization business. So we're putting logos on product and all it takes is for uh, one letter to be transposed on the product. And it could be a thousand in the order or more. And if they're wrong, you know, who owns up to that? And again, that, that, that's where you have to make the decision. What is the right thing to do here? No matter what it costs us. Uh, that's been an important part. People make mistakes. People understand that, but what sets us apart is, you know, I think the way we handle situations, uh, we, we make it right and people trust that we're going to do the right thing. And trust is a huge component, um, in, in building a business. And, uh, you can't, you can't be so focused on the money that you forget about your client and, and their feelings. I mean, we're consumers too. Uh, how would I like to be treated in that scenario? And if it's wrong, then guess what? I'm probably, I might give you one more shot, but there aren't going to be many, you know, but if I know you're going to take care of me, then I'm coming back. So I would say do the right thing all the time. Keep your debt low. Uh, you, you know, don't burn bridges. Uh, that that's very important. Um, and just be an upstanding citizen, man. You know, uh, that would be my four main components. Definitely. I would think. We work with a brand out of, uh, out of Colorado called be a good person. I don't know how much easier it can be. You know, if you look at that every day or you look at that in a situation, just be a good person. If everybody can do that, it's going to be a great life. So you mentioned, uh, we want to learn like what's, what's next for the Dunstan group. Um, you know, I think with us being, you know, in the in the branding world, um, brand builders, you know, we probably know that now your personal brand, your professional brand are intertwined more than ever um, through the use of social media. There's no such thing as clocking out at five o'clock, leaving your work problems on the table and going home. And it's Absolutely. just different. Now it's your brands have to merge. And if they're not, someone else is going to be able to take that basically from a, a, a competitive standpoint. Tell us from your personal brand and your professional brand, what's next for Scott Dunstan? What's next for the Dunstan group? And kind of what is your envision of that brand moving forward? I say we keep doing what we've always done, but just do it better. Uh, we've created such a great platform now. And as I mentioned, just the vision 10 years ago has come to fruition. So now it's we have our great team in place. Uh, now it's getting everyone in the business, in their zones where they thrive and they're the best at. Um, and as we continue to grow sales, we, we recruit and hopefully retain even better, you know, or, or more talent to, to sort of continue to be the best we can for our clients. We're all about service. We're all about quality. Um, and of course we have to be competitive, but the marketplace drives that, uh, long-term, like I said, I, I say we just keep doing more of what we're doing and do it better. Uh, invest in technology, invest in people. Uh, the Brand Builders podcast has been really cool. I think it's so important to uh, step outside of your comfort zone. Talking in this microphone is not something uh, I thought I would ever be doing. Uh, or being in front of a TV camera on an interview is, is something I was so afraid of. Um, but you know, life truly does begin uh, at the end of your comfort zone. So we're going to continue to uh, push that envelope 
the the this podcast has been extraordinary. It's it's pushed me outside of that. Uh, but what we're doing is creating such a platform for folks to talk about their brands, and that's what we're all about is building brands, not just through product, but now now this podcast. So we're going to continue to look for those unique ways to add value to our clients. Um, be aware of market trends, uh, be, be on top of the new products available to you. Um, we have a very long-term plan. Uh, I just hope that all of you internally stick with me long enough to, uh, to make it all happen. You know what I mean? Amen, brother. So in, in closing, you know, Scott, it's been great, um, to not only work for you, but to call you a friend. I think you are, uh, the type of person that people need to look up to. And, and, and if you can, can act like Scott Dunstan and, and treat, you know, no, I'm being honest, man. Like if you can wake up every day and say, you know, I need to put others before me. I want to be a good person. I, I want to be a, a contributing member to our community. Then you're going to have a good day. You're going to have a good month. You're going to have a good year and you're going to be a good person. Right. Um, you know, if anybody needs to get in touch with Scott, you can definitely reach them at dunstangroup.com or you can call them. Um, but in closing, Scott, is there anything you want to tell to our uh, to our audience as far as uh, as being a brand builder? And in closing, what what is what are we going to get from Mr. Scott Dunstan in closing? Do we have a, a quote or a book we should read or something on the tip of your oh, tongue? Man, I can close with all those corny cliches and all <laughs> from first impressions to ones that last. That's right. Uh, one of my favorite is adversity creates opportunity. I say stay optimistic. Uh, look, we all go through our our bottom line, you know, times of life, but those are just making us stronger. And, uh, you know, keep hammering is what I would say. Just keep getting up every day and be happy about life because listen, that could be your last day. And, uh, there's, uh, it's, it's just important to, to be happy and, uh, make the moves to make sure you're happy. That's awesome, man. Well, well, thank you so much for coming on your podcast. And allowing, <laughs> yeah. allow, well, allowing, hosting, me, yeah, Brian. allowing me to interview you. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope everybody enjoyed it and uh, be on the hey, lookout for our next episode of the Brambitters Podcast. There you go. Hopefully in 10 years, we'll be having another 20-year conversation. There we go. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.